I can't tell if I love it or hate it. You get murdered first for once, and I expect you to unleash holy hell on anybody who tries to hold so you back. So me. Choose me. Love me. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Spilling TV, the podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Laurel. And this time we are talking about kind of all things Gossip Girl. We're talking OG Gossip Girl pilot as well as the reboot Gossip Girl first episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where do we begin? Do you want to talk about like the original? Yeah, I think that'd be a good place. We can start with the original. Um, when you watched the original, did you watch the full run? Um, I did not. I watched like two seasons and then I stopped for a while and then I would come back and revisit like pick up like where I'd left off and watch a few episodes but I I don't know it's kind of a hard show to watch sometimes and I think I might watch it again now but like straight through Mm -hmm. I think I wasn't ready to just watch rich people be rich when I started watching the show originally because I was like ugh, I like hate you guys yeah, it is fully rich people, rich peopling. Um, and I didn't watch it when it first premiered, but I started watching it before it ended. So, like, uh-huh. I was in a place where I started watching it and was able to catch up to the final season. Oh, nice. And then, like, end it when everyone else ended it. That makes sense. Yeah, I wish, I kind of wish I'd been a part of that, but I, I was also, like, a little too young when it first came out because I was, how old was I? 10 it came out in 07 2007 yeah yeah so I was like 10 and so it wasn't really on my radar and I don't think my mom like would have appreciated me watching some of the show I also wouldn't have gotten it so I am glad that I rewatched the pilot now as an adult mm-hmm. I was like this is very weird I was crunching some numbers about what they were saying <laughs> and it wasn't adding up no it was uh- <laughs> No. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I was 12 when it like aired, which from my personality, I was like, it was a little, little, little too old at that moment. And also like the name Gossip Girl didn't sound like something that I wanted to watch when I was 12. Yeah. Um. So I refound it when I was in high school and I was like, yep, I'm, I'm going to do this now. And uh I did it, but I watched it very um, separate from, like, other people. I didn't talk to anyone about the show. I just, like, watched it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Uh, it goes in most things. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, we can get into the pilot. Uh, Something I want to say is the original Gossip Girl ran for six seasons. Um, I don't know if that was the right move. Um, but it was created by Josh Schwartz, who also has credits creating the OC, Chuck, Looking for Alaska, Making the Runaways for TV, Nancy Drew, and Dynasty. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. As well as Stephanie Savage, who is credited with also creating the Astronaut Wives Club, Runaways, Dynasty, and Nancy Drew. So these two, I noticed when I was looking at their credits, started working together uh with the oc stephanie was a writer on there first um and they started doing stuff together nice that's kind of cute i love that for them (laughs) i'm happy they're in this together doing tv (laughs) yeah it's like i don't know kind of interesting how these like pairs end up happening with like tv show creation stuff like ryan okay ryan murphy and like (laughs) 
there's like Ryan Murphy and like Brad Falchuk and then like another one whose name I think is like Ian and they're like always credited together but yeah. Ian could be wrong it's just another white man I don't remember his name though classic yeah that's interesting okay see I've been wanting to watch the OC okay so I recently uh well you know it was like this year I think finished watching the OC for like the first time um and it was because like I I love a teen drama I really do yeah uh especially those ones from like the 2000s like they were really just like honestly on one but like so entertaining so entertaining I so think entertaining because like these are adults like that's what I was really noticing when I was watching the pilot like the original pilot I was like Serena you could have a child like you could have been your right. mom she yes <laughs> that is also something and the only person that looked the only people that looked young were Jenny and Nate mm-hmm. a little bit kind of I think because he Blair... has like, very boyish features yeah and I feel like Blair when next to Serena looked young that's true yeah and also I think that something about Leighton Meester like her whole demeanor or like her as an actress in that show made her like come across like very very young too like mm-hmm. it almost felt more like watching a young person pretend to be older when I was watching her be Blair I don't know how she did mm-hmm. but it's, it was very good <laughs> she's very very talented yeah like the whole time I was watching I'm like nah Serena looks like an adult whole adult and she's so like I don't know what it is I was like yeah I guess she's like blonde I don't know why everyone like cares about her this much my the (laughs) last note that I wrote of the episode was Serena's the main character for no reason she really shouldn't be like she has nothing to add if anything it should have been Blair honestly it should have been Blair but anyways let's get into the the pilot of Gossip Girl. Do you want to start? Yes. Uh, sure. So we open, and I feel like it's a very, like, notorious opening. Because we open, we get some establishing shots of, like, New York City. And then we see Serena on this train. I'm assuming it's, like, an Amtrak situation. And um, we hear the iconic Kristen Bell mm-hmm. uh, voicing Gossip Girl. And introducing us to Serena Vanderwoodson as she ends up stepping off this train and is in Grand Central Station just looking and being looked at. Yes. Uh, it, I think about that shot sometimes. It actually captures everything that is Serena to me in the show. As I kept watching, I was like, she really is like, it reminded me of like all those TikToks where people like sit around, they're like just thinking like the main character, like who <laughs> looks around like that? Who thinks the way she does? Like what... Like, everything about her was so calculated. And I know it's because it's a show, but I think... And I'm going to get into, I guess, stuff about Blake Lively, but it just didn't feel, like, effortless. Like, it felt very put on. But I know... I feel like Serena is supposed to be, like, an effortlessly, like, captivating person. And I was like, no, this Mm -hmm. feels like a lot of thought, like, an effort is going into appearing to be, like, unbothered by everything. Yeah. I can see where you're coming from because it is like, yes, she is very much supposed to be effortless in the way that she captivates everyone around her, 
right? Like throughout the series, honestly, everything is just supposed to be um, centered around her, but she's not supposed to try to do that or try to suck these people into her life. Yeah. But I think, isn't Serena the wealthiest in the is canon? She? Yeah, I recently saw a video where someone was talking about all their net worths. And I think Serena's family is worth like one and a half billion dollars. Mm. Like in the book, they talked about how she was like worth one and a half billion dollars. And then it was Chuck Bass. And then I think like Blair, Nate, and then Dan, who's poor with his four million dollar net worth. <laughs> right. Um, honestly, okay. <laughs> I truly would not have been surprised if Dan had more money than Nate because Nate's like whole like that whole family kind of screams broke, but like with money. Yeah, they very not relaxed. Like in the first episode when Nate's dad's like, We're depending on this, I'm like, Aren't you rich? Right. Like, aren't you like it's fine if your son isn't like literally you? Or getting yeah. with girls to support the family. That's yeah, pretty Yeah, it was... Right. Like, your son has a job. Like, Nate did have a job, basically. <laughs> he, yeah, he was already enraptured in the family business. Like, he was very much, like, broke. Like, we scammed our way up here, honestly, just, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's, like, how the Archibalds felt. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah, so Serena shows up. And isn't Dan there at the same... Dan's there at the same time. Yes, I watched Dan. it again yesterday. I can't believe I'm already like, what? Yeah, I happening? watched it. I also watched it in yesterday. Yeah, no. Dan is also there. Him and Jenny had just returned from um, seeing their mother. Yep. All right, so we're already getting the setup that Rufus is no longer with their mom and they spend most of their, most of their time with him. Yep, that makes sense. And I'm guessing... Actually, when I think about Dan and Jenny, I feel like they were probably wealthier when they were younger. I get the sense sometimes just because mm-hmm. of the way they talk about their circumstances and their great loft or like studio mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> They're just like, look at how we like, or Dan especially seems to be like very jaded about yes. how he isn't like a billionaire. Yeah. He's like, like very he's, scorned. Yeah. Which is so weird. And he brings it up a lot. Yes. Also, his haircut in this pilot. I hate it. Yeah, it was not a good haircut. It was not a good haircut. Mm-hmm. He looks like um like an English teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's old enough to be one, honestly. Yeah, that's true. He was. Yeah, because their <laughs> parents all looked so close in age to them, especially Dan and his dad. I was like, you guys could just be friends. You could be friends. That like met at yes. work literally at the end of the day and it's super super strange but yeah so we get serena she's back that's mm-hmm. when we get like that tech the message is like oop spotted yeah spotted um serena at grand central but you know more poetic and all of those things yeah much better uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and so we get that we have gossip girl narrating this like whole thing and that's my thing did she narrate like every like obviously yes Kristen Ball was in every episode like narrating things but like did she narrate scenarios other than just the things that get posted the whole time I feel like we're supposed to be watching as though we're reading it and the show's like giving us more context for what was posted 
Because it would make sense, I guess, why Gossip Girl would know intimate details. Mm-hmm. If, like, you know, spoiler alert, it's, like, Dan the whole time. Right. Like, that would make because- sense. He's, like, close. He's, like, in with the, the group. Right. Because I was, like, trying to figure out if they kept i was trying to figure out if they kept this thing up the whole time because i'm like okay she's reading the actual post but then she's also reading into things right like mm-hmm. lonely boy the love of his life blah 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 and i'm like clearly she didn't post that or gossip girl didn't post that so then did we all was gossip girl always coloring our lens of how scenes played out oh maybe maybe because i don't remember the year the rest i do not remember i have yeah i have no recollection of like what anything even is i feel like they also probably let it go towards the end because i mean Mm -hmm. it can't they got into some shit that was like how would she know this yeah how would gossip girl know yeah i'm like remembering this first episode and like just scenes that stuck in my memory more than I am remembering like the actual storyline because it felt so like well I guess they were establishing so many different people in this world that it wasn't like one straight storyline so I couldn't get a sense of like so what's going to be like the point Mm because it seems like they're not even in the same realm of existence all of them yeah um yeah it did have to establish and bring in like so many people because like we're like going through and we're getting these character introductions, but they are mostly happening through the, like the lens of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Like we get Serena and Grand Central and then we get Dan and his sister and we already established that Dan is a lonely boy. And then at some point we get like Blair and Nate and Chuck all at this like party thing that's happening. Yes. And it's happening at Blair's. Yes. Yeah, and that's when Blair finds out that Serena's back in town. Mm-hmm. And Nate's, like, very excited about Serena being back in town. Well, Nate doesn't even know. Like, this is the thing that I didn't... I don't think I... I did not pick up on the first time around, but this time when I was, like, actually paying attention more, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Blair found out that Serena was back yeah. in town and then immediately went to try to go sleep with Nate. Yeah, which is just, like, a choice um but it makes sense because she's like extremely insecure and her mother is like the worst yes and i find it weird too like just thinking about blair as a person like how her mom's like she's my best advertisement or when she comes in she's like you'll never be as like skinny or hot or happy and it's like what a weird thing to tell your like sophomore in high school child Yes. Like, she's, what, 16 or, like, turning 16? I was really trying to figure out how old they were. I was trying to figure out if they were sophomores or juniors. I looked it up. They're sophomores in the original. Yeah, that's why when Serena was like, I had to get away for a year, I was like, you mean, like, 14 to 15? (laughs) Is that what you were, like, doing? Like, you went to... And then she was, like, in Connecticut. And so I was like, why did everyone act like they couldn't go visit? Like, if they really (laughs) wanted to. They could have hopped on a train, I'm sure, and been there in, like, two hours. Like, clearly they could hop on a train because she hopped on a train back. Yeah. And then she just went, I love that getting away meant going to boarding school, which is like a probably more concentrated environment of people just like the people you're escaping. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking too about like how when Serena and Nate hooked up, like before she left and everything, I was like, okay, so you were at like 14, 15 at a wedding getting fucked up, having sex in public. Yeah. 
Yeah, just at the bar. Just at the bar. But then it makes sense because, like, she meets Blair for drinks later at a bar and they drink. I, like, what? Like, who are these 15-year-olds? Like, I I just kept coming back to that because I'm like, how are you? Well, I'm like, well, Serena does look like an adult. But we're supposed to buy that they're teenagers, like, sophomores in, like, high school. So this just is not it's not sitting right and it's not adding up it's not realistic and honestly i no one can convince me like even if you showed me like hard data I, I wouldn't believe you like i just don't think these kids are living lives like this and or at least like show me how like awkward and messy it looks because it can't be glamorous to watch like a 15 year old get drunk at like a hotel bar no but like all like i just just not card i went to uh I was where was I I was somewhere oh some restaurant was back home and I was meeting some friends and I got carded at this restaurant like amazing and I'm 26 like (laughs) yeah that's like and I was maybe they have like incredible fakes because maybe they know someone high up well they definitely do so I was like I guess like that could be a way but like they don't have the connections their parents do yeah. So how are they like moving people around to get what they need? I don't know. And it's just done so like casually. So casually. Then I'm like, it n- no. I mean, well, clearly I don't have this like wealth uh, or upbringing. True. But I just still like I it, it's kind of unfathomable. Yeah, I don't understand like because even the environment around them like doesn't react the way I think it should, like the people in it. Like I, I, if a 15 year old or 16 year old Chuck Bass walks into the kitchen and is like, we're shutting down for the night. Like at least show like the kitchen staff, like rolling their eyes or like side eyeing each other, like doing it. Cause like obviously his family owns the hotel, but not acting like Chuck Bass is their equal, their boss. Right. It's just, I don't know. It's just like a lot of a suspension of like disbelief for like some of these things. Yeah. Um, and maybe when I was younger, I would have bought it more. But especially now, I'm like, there's just no way. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no I way. I mean, yeah. I do feel like, though, if I had never seen this and I did just start watching it, I would have these feelings this first episode. But then by episode 10, I'm certain that I would be fully buying into it and my disbelief would fully be suspended. Yeah, no, that's definitely like it's an easing process but it happens and it works (laughs) and i'm i think i want to keep going because i want to experience that i want to feel those things get sucked in and then realize that you are living in nonsense because like honestly it's wild Uh, it's it's very wild Uh, with dan's dad okay so i'm like just jumping around now because like this episode was just like a whole it was mostly just vibes i feel like Dan's dad having an art gallery and Serena's mom being like, this is so stupid. It's like, do you know how much it costs to have gallery space? It, like, this is not stupid. Like, what are you talking about, woman? Like, this makes no sense. This attitude, like, it was just so interesting to see how rich people, like, feel normal where they're at. Mm-hmm. But then they say things and no one blinks or, like, looks around to be like, is this right what we're saying and so for them it's just fine but they don't speak sense 
like nothing they were saying ever made any actual sense. I was like, you can be happy if you want. You have money. Like pay to get help. Like, yes. Do do literally anything else. Like you guys choose to have these very small lives, but you have everything. So leave New York if it's like the worst place ever for you. Mm-hmm. Go to a different part of New York. Hang with some locals. Yeah. I honestly, I didn't even realize um, before I watched it that they had set up the like Rufus and Lily having a history in this pilot. Yeah, I thought that she was Jenny's mom. Oh. Uh, no, I, I just wanted her to be. Okay. I was like, you look like your mother. And I'm like, well, Jenny's a blonde and so <laughs> is Serena, Mrs. Vanderwoodson. So that, that makes sense. That honestly would have been even messier because she was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that they started to lay that groundwork so early. So that was kind of surprising for me to like see. Um, I absolutely hate Lily uh, in this episode. Um, as well as Blair's mom, who... That lady did not play her the whole time. They switched her after the pilot. That makes sense. I was like, who are you? <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't, but I felt like maybe I waited, I waited too long to watch it again. So I was like, this doesn't feel right. But I guess if this is what we're saying, let's no, go with no. it. They they changed Eleanor's after the pilot. Um, Damn, that must be really rough for the original. <laughs> Eleanor. Like, I have to imagine that it is. That could not have been very fun. Sorry. (laughs) But they're just so terrible to their kids. So terrible. So, so. Like, when Serena's mom is like, I got you a dress, but then it's like, I'll keep it for myself. I was like, so you bought yourself a dress. Right. I'm like, are you the same size? Yeah. I was like, it was just like a little dig. Like, were you going to be like, "Uh I'll keep it to be like, because we're just so like, we're identical. We're twins, the two of us. But I could have been reading into it, I guess, too. Like, I just... I noticed too that I read bad intentions into like everything these characters do. Mm. Cause I just assume they're probably the worst. Mm. Well, they're, I mean, our mom is the worst. Um, I didn't really read malicious intent into that one. It just, it came off kind of childish in the sense that I brought my daughter this dress, but now I'm going to keep it. So I am somehow keeping my youth. Yes. Is how I saw it. Yes. That's yep. That's exactly the feeling. Also, like, speaking of the parents, like, Nate's dad, this, <laughs> when someone's like, where are you going to school? And his dad's like, Dartmouth. And I was like, okay, why are you picking, like, Dartmouth of all Ivies? But then the scene where they're running in the identical outfit, except his dad has Dartmouth on it and his is blank, was just too, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was too much. And I really, I didn't want to empathize for any of them, but I did feel for, like, your life is literally just, like, you were born and it was over. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. take the business. You're going to go to school exactly like your dad. You're going to do the exact same things and end up the exact same person to, like, manage this wealth. Because, like, your dad is thinking about, like, keeping wealth even after he's dead, which makes no sense. Like, you're not even going to be able to spend it. So, like, what did it mean? Literally nothing. Um, Yeah. No, like, they're terrible people. And it makes you, on a specific level, empathize with them. It, it's their parent. You know their parents being trash is what makes these characters feel like people mm-hmm. so that you can't just write off every single action because you're like some of this legitimately not your fault not your fault yeah i mean really none of it is it's just like unfortunately once you take over the business like you're gonna inherit yeah. all of that mess 
But it's like, did they even have a chance? Probably not. No. No, 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 no. Um, never, never, never had a chance. And that really sucks. And then, like, Eric, who is in the hospital, his yep. mom, is, Lily is just, like, lying. Yeah, staying with his Aunt Carol in Miami. <laughs> like, won't let him go out for breakfast with his sister. It's, like, literally, what is your problem? And then, like, she made that comment about, like, wanting Serena to sleep in her own bed. Like, she's literally at the hospital with her brother i just don't think her mom wants to acknowledge like any of it's happening because i feel like if you give your kids like everything materially and you have no emotional intelligence you're gonna be like why aren't you happy like i'm giving you everything shouldn't you be good now and it's like no obviously this child is depressed like obviously and i love that serena comes like i had a really bad day and he's like are we gonna go buy stuff and it's like yeah this is kind of where I see the kind of people you are and why you're never satisfied because you got mm-hmm. sad. And instead of like thinking about it, it's just like, I'm going to go spend a lot of money, <laughs> like get help. Yeah. I guess she can't in that house because like her mom won't like want to accept that at no. all. So weird. So, so weird. I just can't get over how like strange these people are. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what money does at some point at a certain yeah. point. That's what money does. Yeah. And also, I think it's interesting that it was so glamorous when we were younger that people were like, this is aspirational. And I'm like, I would, you couldn't pay me enough to be in that circumstance, honestly. Like, you couldn't pay me enough to be like them. It seems absolutely tragic. Like, they all act really broke all the time because they're always thinking about, like, money and how to get more. I think it's like, if you budget your lifestyle, like, you'll be fine. Like, if you stop trying to, like, keep up. With, like, the richer and richer families. You'll truly be okay. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like, this new... The new Gossip Girl, like, the reboot, honestly, makes the old version look so dull. I think just literally, like, the colors, the costumes, like, how bright it is. Like, New York seems so much darker in the original. It... Well, okay. One is like, I mean, okay, 2007 is like not old, but it is like old enough yeah. where I was like, this looks kind of dusty. Yeah, like they like, look a little broke actually. I'm looking at this, looks kind of dusty. These outfit choices are truly terrible because it was 2007. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah. Blair's hair was so high. So high. Serena's it- hair looked really healthy, I will say. I was like just noticing her hair and I was like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of hair. Yeah, I was like, no, this is good. I was like, this is good. Blair's hair's high. Nate's haircut sucks. Chuck does not look good. Yeah. And he looks old. Yeah. That's not a sophomore. Sorry. He's like in college. <laughs> sophomore in college, maybe. No, that's not old. <laughs> yeah, but he did really embody, I think, the wealth the best. Like, Chuck Bass is a very real person in mm-hmm. my mind. Like, he fully exists. I don't know what he does. But he's definitely out there somewhere doing something. Chuck Bass really did, like, exude money. He did. Um, and creepiness. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a creep. Which makes you think of, like, Jenny and Dan's relationship is really sweet in this mm-hmm. episode. And the fact that he went to, like, pick her up. And she texted him immediately yes. when she was in trouble with Chuck. Even though Chuck is, like... I'm going to ruin your life. It's like, dude, stop. Stop. Like, you're literally committing crimes right now. 
<laughs> you're like actually committing a whole crime. And the scariest thing is like he's never gonna get over it. He like just... he doesn't ever have to stop. No, and it, it was so un it was so difficult to like watch. I'm like, no, Chuck sucks. And like people I'm okay, I watched the whole thing. I'm honestly I don't really know if he really grew that much. I mean, I maybe so. like a little bit, but like he, there's so many bad things so many bad things so many like crimes against humanity it was literally just like oh blair is like we're i'm monogamous and is that supposed to be a sign that you've done any reflecting changing like is this change just contingent on blair like if blair left like what would you do like would you stay a good person or like not even good like oh barely decent or like go right back right it's just so bad i'm like chuck is a villain the villain honestly yeah one thousand percent one thousand percent i don't know so bad the first episode yeah it was just like a lot it was kind of wild it was wild and (laughs) (laughs) but when they went to go rescue jenny off the roof the way that the music like changed to this like high intensity like i had to laugh Yeah, it was really, it was wild. And I think it's interesting too that like, I think for me, if I was going to a party where my, the guy I hooked up with who was dating my best friend was, I wouldn't like stop and stare at him for a long time. Cause I would assume that if he was close, she was nearby. So I would act Mm -hmm. like nothing had happened, but she really just like wrong gazes at him, (laughs) blares behind her just looking at her and then she just like leaves and I'm like yeah you can't really be confused Serena like you act like you're in love with this guy yeah uh, and like maybe she was like I know when you're young that probably does feel really intense and love-like it's just like and then I was trying to figure out like how long did Nate and Blair like last like after this because I don't know but they've been dating since kindergarten right and they didn't like really break up I was like, they weren't dating. They were never, <laughs> if you start and can't, you were never dating. Like a, a six-year-old can't sign a contract like this. I really feel like it was probably like the only boy that had the wealth that Blair would accept. So it's like, a, I guess like then by default, since the moment you were born, you guys were dating. Because like, were you ever going to look anyone else's direction ever? No. 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 And it's just so, and it's interesting that the two people of co- like women of color in the group were just like little sidekicks there to fill the space i guess until like mm. serena's back just full on sidekicks yeah like literally just always talking about like their own friends like aren't they your friends go talk to them like you should already know this information like how are you finding out your own lives through gossip girl they're genuinely confused they're like this happened it's like were you not there <laughs> you guys are friends yeah absolutely wild um truly unbelievable honestly but still kind of fun to watch um honestly I'm also get into the new episode the, the reboot i have a lot of thoughts about that there uh one more thing that i do want to say about the original that also does tie into the reboot is music and the music yeah. supervision and choices um in the pilot there are like some I just well, one. I just think they remember being not crimey. No, not uh, what goes around by yeah. Justin Timberlake, just starting to play. And then I noticed like they had Amy Winehouse in the pilot. No, they and, had iconic music. Yeah, 
like there was like a lot of music and it was like really good and I looked up the music supervisor for the original run and I think she did it the whole time um it was Alexandra Patsavas who also did music supervision for so many other shows like Grace Anatomy oh. and, like how to get away with murder and interesting. One, like so many other so many other teen dramas as well Riverdale for like most of it very the music is very Grey's Anatomy-esque like the essence of it is very much Grey's it is and I in in Grey's Anatomy I do at some point they kind of lost me they started doing covers but like those like first seasons and for like so long the music was very iconic and like very important and like also really good I just liked it um and I thought that was interesting and how it was important here and how now in this new reboot, people still talk about the music. Um, and the music supervisor for the Gossip Girl reboot is actually Rob Lowry, who supervised the music for The Bold Type, which I love. <laughs> uh, I do love the show, but also the music on The Bold Type was like really good. Nice. Yeah, I, want, I was thinking like I wanted to listen to like a Gossip Girl, like the original first season playlist. So I feel it'd like it'd be, be like it'd bring me back. It would. Music music in those teen dramas in those early um two thousands were so was so important. Like in this show, in the OC, I feel like the music was important. In One Tree Hill, the music was super important. Like all of the shows. Music. It really does make or break a show. It does. I hope they it... never lose the rights so that when they stream it, like it won't be like stock music. Oh yeah. Because that would be heartbreaking. I think that happened for, like, The Hills. Mm. Like, when we watched it, I watched it, like, at the beginning of quarantine last year, and it was just, like, the music fell off. And my friend was like, yeah, I think I watched this originally. Like, I don't think they have, like, the same the same music in it. So That's interesting. I hope that never changes. But, okay. All right. Gossip so Girl 2021. To, yep, Gossip Girl 2021. Um, we have a new, like, creator, Joshua Safran. Um, who worked on the OG Gossip Girl as well as like created, I think, I think this was his creator credit, Quantico and Soundtrack. God, I love uh, Quantico. Quantico was good. The first season. Oh. Uh, just the first season, just yeah. them getting into cop school. Which is like, I love um, the setup of like tests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quantico was good. Um, and then Soundtrack, which was a Netflix series that I wasn't a huge fan of, but. Okay. It happened. Where to even uh, begin? Well, we can start with the parallel of our opening scenes being another blonde girl on a train. Yes. Except this uh, one is broke. Broke, broke. Uh, and she's on the J train. <laughs> so it's not an Amtrak. Not that an Amtrak is glamorous, but it's like she's literally just on public transit. Yeah. But then like in the first one, they all, they took the bus. Yeah, they took the bus in a pilot, and that felt poor. Like, that didn't really feel right. Yeah, I was like, wouldn't you guys have, like, a driver? Or is this, like, the one thing their parents do to, like, keep them humble? Like, okay, (laughs) you do whatever you want. You have to take the bus to school. I don't know. I think it was just Uh, to put a near Dan. (laughs) Honestly, because I don't really know if they – if we ever saw them take public transit again, like after that. I don't think so. Um, so they were trying to figure it out in the pilot. Uh, 
all while this lady is on the train who we don't know her when we open we just see a blonde lady on the train whatever and she's watching uh instagram stories mm-hmm. and nice. she's watching julian's instagram story yeah julian doing her like just got off a flight this is what i love to do post travel here's my skincare routine so julian's like an influencer mm-hmm. which i do think is a great twist to add like it makes sense that i guess like that one of them would be an influencer mm-hmm. it does yeah and then um, she gets to school well she does uh before she but, yeah. gets to school because we still don't really know we don't know anything about this lady mm-hmm. um we see her we see her watching julian's instagram story and then i think that the next character that i think we could just get julian again but in her home yes in that closet mm-hmm. yes oh right and she's like i think she's getting ready she's getting ready for the first day yeah and sends like a picture of a brooch mm-hmm. to the group chat and her friends yep. are like burn that shit down or melt it down <laughs> yeah like you wore it once melt it yes which is kind so- of amazing i love how they pan onto like her what was her name i think it was monet like okay. sitting at that table Mm-hmm. on her phone i was like you really are like that bitch like you are yes. the you are the one to be scared of like what i noticed or what i take note of with this like in this reboot we are getting introduced to the characters with zero influence of like gossip girl we are just getting introduced to who these people are this lady is on the j train um julian is an influencer and getting advice from her friends monet is like at the head of this table like we're getting insights into these characters um just genuinely how they are yeah so i think that might be the difference so whereas before it was like gossip girls out here with us we're watching these people now it's very much like we're watching a world in which there are these people and there is a gossip girl like so we're watching like both sides of the story which Mm -hmm. i guess could be kind of interesting but i did like the element of like we're peeking in whereas Mm -hmm. now it's just like a show yes yeah it is a show and i i feel like the thesis of the show has like changed a bit between the original and this one well because now it's like political yeah and like in this original there was something we didn't know like we didn't know who gossip girl was we everyone it was a mystery for everyone Whereas now there's not something to figure out. Yeah, yeah. Which like, could I maybe, like make space for like other things to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely interesting. I couldn't tell if I was like a fan or not of the direction. Like I was just like, because sometimes I'd be like, oh yeah, actually this is great. I love this. Maybe I want to mm-hmm. keep watching. And then I'd be like, Ugh. let's just go back. Yeah uh yeah definitely interesting um we're in this world and covid uh existed yeah because they talk about having not been in school for a year and um when the teachers are talking they 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 mention zoom squares right yeah so we are in a world where covid has happened but it's no longer a factor which a choice any every show has to make a choice what they're gonna do with that now I know. I guess they like have to bring it up because they can't really make cultural references and not bring up COVID anymore. Right. Yeah. So I guess we're getting COVID TV for the rest of our lives. 
Yeah, but I kind of like that this one, it's a memory and not a present issue. Mm, yep. Um, yeah. I did like that. They were just like, I do like that establishing of like, we took time. Now we're back. This is why yeah. we're so excited to see each other. This is like why it, like the first day is so important to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. But yeah, so COVID yeah. is, COVID happened in this yes. world, but now they're moving on. And then what we see next is, I think we're at the school. Yeah. So we get to the school and all of the friends that like we got little glimpses of are now coming together and we see that they are a full friend group of seven. Yes. Oh, but before that happens, we see that Julianne and her two assistants, Luna and Monet, Mm -hmm. slash friends, I guess, are like prepping her. She brings Uh, like a Louis Vuitton bag in the packaging Mm-hmm. To take a picture in front of their gorgeous campus. Yes. For Instagram. And that's when the blonde on the train comes mm-hmm. in and bumps into her. Her fault. Yes. Um, but then, and they make a comment about how ugly her clothes are. Which, honestly, yeah, she is dressed <laughs> like she's from the 07 Gossip Girl. Let's just be real. Literally. Like, she does not look cute. Like, what was, I don't know what the scarf. Like, you just don't have it. Don't no, try what? was with that scarf it was very weird but then she has the audacity and i was just yeah the pure audacity to be upset that they're mad that she bumped into them when it's like but who julian couldn't see you like she is literally facing Away. the same direction like she does not see you you are the one walking like up behind her yeah and then and now you're like oh my god like i tried so hard to impress the cool kids in high school which is like whoa that's also weird. Like, are you a loser? Like, yes. Or like, why do these, like their motivation is interesting. Like every, <sighs> because then we get them in like the conference and they're just like talking. Yeah. There, <sighs> there are just so many things about this. Like um, some things they said were like, okay, like, yeah, it is fucked up that they like, can just get you fired and that they'll call yeah. and it's over for a teacher. Like that's pretty terrible. But then it's like, why is your solution to target and harass kids online? I, I, uh, so this, the thing that I take issue with the most in this reboot are these adults, these teachers, these educators. They are the word, they all need to be fired. They yeah. honestly need jail time at this point like because i don't know what else no, is literally happening. jail like, time what is wrong with you like you i don't how how is your response cyberbullying a bunch of kids how is your response launching a shade room for your school no literally that is what is happening wow yeah it is the shade room like this is I... something that is like why would you do this why would you do- what adult in their right mind would do this and like I and then I take such issue with it because like I am like a teacher right like I wouldn't make these choices and like that's just like what's not sitting right with me like obviously yes it's really messed up that you can just get fired but also why do you work in the school like if if you get paid less in a private school why do you literally why do you work there I was like why don't you just go make more money somewhere else 
like literally why do you, why don't you just work in a public school then like I don't I'm not understanding what the draw is here if you actually don't get paid more than you would and you don't feel respected school. and it's like your job is to model behavior to these kids like you can there are so many ways before like attacking them on social media that you could have like subtly proved your point or like subtly changed the be and also it doesn't matter though because they're they're still rich like you can do whatever you want online they're still rich yeah you didn't tackle the root of the issues like they have extreme amounts of wealth like you're gonna ruin their high school they're millionaires and billionaires they don't care right and then, like, they even made comment, like, on the fact that, well, I think the one, I literally, I don't know her name. And I feel really bad about this, but she looks like a cartoon character. She looks like a cartoon mouse. The teacher? I think it's Kate. Yeah. Kate. Is her name Kate? I think so. She, when I saw her, so I've actually never seen this movie. I think it's called, like, The Rescuers or something. And there's this, like, white mouse in that movie. And it's the only thing I see when I see her. No, she does look like a mouse. And the craziest thing is, like, okay, Kate. A lot of these kids are targeting your children of color. So maybe you should take a mm-hmm. step back and look at the intersection of your behavior and why you are so willing to air out someone's familial issues. Just so willing. Like, like, it's actually none of your fucking business. Like maybe it makes sense that you care so much about these people because you want to be them. Mm-hmm. Like you're bitter. Yes. Like, go make actual social change or something. Like, go protest. Don't sit here. Child porn. I don't know if... Like... He... And she was like, I don't want to use these, but, like, don't we kind of have to? I was like, they track your IP, it's over. I'm just like, there were so many things. So, first of all, this grown adult man teacher is standing outside of a student's window taking in the rain at that it's not even nice weather conditions in the rain and you're taking a photo of your students undressing and then so you take the photo you still don't reflect on the fact that this is a bad idea so you still go to this unhinged woman's home and then it's like you're not going to use these right literally why would you why would you show her why would you why why why? it's not like you happened to be there like you followed them you stalked them. She was like, they were in front of a window. Okay, and so what? Like they're in their home. I j- and it's 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 their parents' house. Their their parents put the windows there, and they should they didn't need to really think about like someone's probably gonna take a picture because you know what? No one was thinking that. No Except one was for thinking you that. Creep ass adults who like and you. St- I- he sat there in the pouring rain and took a photo of his kids undre- of his students undressing. Like, <laughs> why did you do this? This didn't have to happen. No, I, I'm how- at a loss for words, honestly, every time I think about them. Yeah, it just, I don't understand how these adults are making these choices. And like, that's what's like making it so difficult to like comprehend. Yeah, if anything, I would have organized a strike. I literally would just get a different job. Like, are you not licensed? Like, is that the issue? Like, there is truly... So, in and that I literally work in New York City, like, public schools, right? Yeah. Like, they got jobs. It's jobs out there. Yeah, people need so, teachers. You don't have to work in private school, make less money, and be this disrespected. 
I know. And it's like, I think they were really attached to like the prestige of like shaping the most brilliant minds. But it's like, if you've been at this school long enough, you've probably then noticed that like none of these people are brilliant and that like and they're just rich. So maybe anything, go shape like... mind elsewhere. Like a good kind mind. Oh, exactly. Like it. Mm. <laughs> I just hate them so much. I, I know. hate them so much. And also, I hate everything that they say. I feel like their dial the dialogue that the adults have is just it's corny. It is corny. And I think it's I think the corniness stems from the fact that even in their private dialogue, you can tell that the writers aren't confident in the fact that they're just not young people. Like let them just be. I think that's the thing too. It's like if I was an adult, like yeah, my students would be annoying at that school. But then I'd be like, you know what odds are? Like, they're probably miserable because they're high schoolers. And that shit looks hard. I'm established. I have a job. I have friends. I can just forget my job when I go home. I could just choose to be an adult and be a bigger person. But no, like, making a, a Instagram account. Tagging like, them in it. It's just... I... Like... <laughs> Firstly, I did, I kind of wanted to scream a little bit when the lady, Kate, I guess, was listing off uh, notable graduates and then said Nate Archibald. I was like, and I was like, mm. yeah, and I'm glad <laughs> though that the girl who like went to the school was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I know these people, like you don't know anything. Yeah, her lines on, okay, she literally She's said class weirdo. of. Yeah, she's a class of 09 back when we still respected authority. No, like, they authority, didn't. You guys didn't. Authority was, um, but also authority wasn't an adult. It was um, another kid. <laughs> like, it was, like just no, a, it they, was one of their friends being a dick. No, they didn't. And then, but then she said, like, Gossip Girl kept us in line, but no, it no. Didn't. Gossip Girl just gossips. There was no checking of like principles or values or anything no and the line was like that it was dan being hurt that he wasn't them (laughs) so like the loser mentality of it all and then like all of this was like scathing like rumors and things none of that had to do with respecting the teachers at the school yeah and that's interesting too where it was just like they were like okay the truth is now like what we say it is and it was like so why are you doing this (laughs) why can't you make up lies and rumors about how great these people are? Be like, oh, spotted at the Humane Society and they'll be there again <laughs> at 2 p.m. on Friday. That way if they don't show up, to look a bad person. But then they did something good. It's like nothing you're doing is making them do anything right. It's just like escalating their behavior and you know that. And that's where it becomes like abusive what you're doing. Because Dan didn't know better. You know no. so much they read Gossip Girl and then they were so like, I think this is a great idea to air people's dirty laundry like this. Exactly. Like, like they just ruined two sisters' lives. <sighs> that it, they would have been ruined, but like faster. Yeah, it, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching the show, actually. I mean, no, I'm yeah, look, so I am. invested. I... But I can't they just find out who's behind the account like so easy? Hire someone, track the IP. Like, I've been watching people get exposed on YouTube recently over their IP addresses. Like you can just see who, where they logged in. Yeah. I, if they, the, if they really wanted to figure out who these people were, who Gossip Girl was, they could. I don't know if they really, I don't think they're trying to. 
That's true. I do like the aspect of like the teens kind of gaming Gossip Girl. Like they don't know how involved like they are in like mm-hmm. crafting this narrative too. Like so they're all kind of working together, but the adults are like, oh, totally media savvy Julian would just like say thanks for letting me know the truth. Would really would Julian really say that? Probably no, not. but these are adults that are somehow out of touch even though they're like young yeah like they you guys did still have instagram like when like, you were still young people yes and young people and do also, go on twitter what they the hell do. but okay the twitter the okay you're just gonna start gossip girl 2.0 twitter you have zero followers you followed zero people you did one tweet you tagged no one you had you you tag you hashtag nothing you added no one you just typed words you don't have like there's no photo there's no there's no nothing that was kind of funny what? i did think that was so funny They're like no <laughs> likes or retweets i was like you don't exist what did you think was gonna happen you don't exist online like also if they had all blocked gossip girl on twitter gossip girl wouldn't be able to tag them in anything or on Instagram, wouldn't be able to tag yeah. them in anything. They can also mm-hmm. block all future accounts created by the user, reach out to Instagram, say they have a harasser, and get the account banned in like 24 hours. Yeah, like they can but like they do But they can't things. be smart on the show. because it's like Well, what's show. his name? I actually, what is, uh, so Max. he's Chuck Bass. That's his name? Max, yeah. The one that is literally just Chuck, but less creepy. Yeah, I'm, I, we need to talk about that whole three people dynamic they're trying to have go Um, on but he immediately blocked like that he was thinking he said this is a scam i know he's like i just don't care about anything that's not my life that's kind (laughs) of powerful energy and like that was powerful it is so weird but enough about the adults that's that's just kind of the groundwork i feel should be laid at the top these adults (laughs) i hope it ends with them in prison and it might because these kids are rich it might it should and at the absolute very bare minimum they need to lose their jobs and, and the ability to ever teach, teach children like that's the bare minimum but yeah. jail time should be served and also the fact that Something. like i want to touch on the one thing with the teacher at the end when kate runs into julian and julian picks up her stuff i think mm-hmm. her takeaway from that interaction with julian was that gossip girl is teaching them something and i'm like no it's because her sister just said she hates her it's Literally, not about you she but she was like, like wow it's working i'm like they don't give a fuck like she walked away from fuck. that saying job well done like that is exactly what she took away from that interaction if this is the way the show i hope there's a whole storyline where like kate goes too far like i mean she's already gone too far like starting the account was too far but i hope that like other everyone around her starts to be like dude and then it becomes like an obsession i would love for like a thriller element <laughs> to come into play like that would be a really fun <laughs> they're never gonna do it but it'd be hilarious no where kate's life just gets darker <laughs> and darker yeah because it's like it's you gotta be pretty low if this is already like what you're doing yeah first of all you follow your student on instagram that like that like the the original her on the train watching her student's instagram story was weird to me that was instagram weird to me like that why do you care? Like, you need to be evaluated. They should have asked a lot of questions before they hired you at the school. Um, but yeah, let's get into, like, these, the, the the kids that are being gossiped about. All right. So we have Julian, who we see 
immediately super wealthy. Her dad has Grammys. Like, it's a whole thing. She's the center of this universe, as we can tell. Like, she, even though the scene opens with the white woman on the train, Julian is very much the center of our universe. Yeah, and you can tell. She kind of, like, commands attention, but also, like, even the way, I don't know who plays her, but she's, like, very, just has a presence. I think mm-hmm. also, like, the shaved head is such a choice. Yes. Like, it's really awesome. And she's just kind of like, like, here I am. That demands attention, like, yeah, automatically. Yeah, it does. And she just, like, knows that she's, like, better mm-hmm. than everyone. And she's yeah. famous, so. Right. Whole influencer. Um, something we didn't mention that I did think was an interesting choice and an introduction. So we get like Julian's um, like opening scene where we see her in the closet sending the photo, but we also see her look at a picture of a woman who we would assume is like her mom. Yes. And then uh, a couple of other introductions later, we get Zoya who um, is living in like a home that is not as glamorous. There's like boxes. Cause it's like, she's just moved there. Yeah. But it's an um, apartment. Yeah, it's an apartment. Like, what? It's huge. Living in an apartment. It is, it's a huge apartment. It just does not look as glamorous. Um, yeah. And there's boxes, right? To show that a, change, a recent change has occurred and she's getting ready for this first day the same way. And then we see the same picture, well, a picture of the same woman, right? It's the same picture in a different frame, in a different location. Mm-hmm. And so we are to believe that these two girls are sisters. Yes. And, and we're they also are. led to believe that they're not in touch. Right. And that they don't yes. know each other at all. That they have no, just don't know each other. Because we get, uh, we also get introduced to their dads in these scenes um, separately, right? So we got Julian's rich Grammy having father. And then we get Zoya's dad, who honestly, I don't know. Just a guy. I will say that my, I watched my roommate and he noticed that I think the dad was wearing some like really hit brand that like orange shirt is like a pretty popular brand right now and he made a comment about like that's so wild that her dad would like own and wear i think it's like some skate brand or something oh okay just in the house because it's like not at all his character which i think is funny like thinking about the fashion choices in this mm-hmm. like transcend age and reality for all of the characters just to, like curate their vibe yeah but yeah and we see that um it looks like Julian spends like a lot of her time alone. Right? She's like mm-hmm. pretty much left to herself. And then also she has like so much stuff all the time that she can just like gift around. Because she gifts Zoya so many things that I think are probably just yeah. like gifts that she was given. To yeah, because she said that the shoes were free and I believed it. Yeah, I believe it too. I was like, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. And then we, yeah. So with, with Julian, I think something that's interesting is that she's so like, like, I want to know what, ha- like, who hurt her. I mean, probably not mm-hmm. having a mom for, like, the entire time. And her dad, she also mentioned being an alcoholic. Yeah. But it was just so interesting that for her, what came first was, like, curating an image. But mm-hmm. that it took so much time to curate that image that it kind of became, like, all that she was. And, like, all she cared about. Like, even with this Gossip Girl thing happening, her first thought wasn't just to be, like, dude, whatever. Like, let's just, like, it's not real. It's not true. Like, let's just act like it isn't true, which would have made it, like, go away. But for her, it was like, we need to tell a more elaborate lie that will establish me back at the top of the hierarchy. So she's also aware that she has, like, something to lose. 
yeah she is very much um like and the first time around watching this because i watched this uh episode twice i watched it when i watched it the first time when i randomly like six o'clock in the morning when i saw it was out and then i watched it again yesterday and i started to notice more how obsessed with keeping this image and like maintaining the status quo she was like she was very much like unfazed by like little things but it's very much i need to keep everything in order um it all has to be this way that it is these are all of my friends you will get acclimated into my friend group she even had the line she said you have to learn me or something like that. I did write it down, but mm, yeah, that was like, ma'am, you are not a 400 course. You're 17 with a following. Like you are probably just feel alone. Cause like who else like throws themselves into media like that. And I think the thing too, that's interesting about Julian is like how much control she has over almost like every aspect of her life, but to the point where it's like also over the people in her life because like they are in it like the fact that it's revealed that she got zoya the scholarship mm-hmm. and that she basically like orchestrated this whole thing and like for her like nothing is a direct move like to appear effortless it's like okay i have to pull all these strings behind the scenes so that it looks like it just is like happening and it, it feels like she's kind of her own like one woman like disney spectacular <laughs> like where it's just like everyone gets like the finished product but there's like so many moving pieces like she doesn't even take her own pictures or do no. her own makeup or like no. stage anything like her friends yeah and then that weird sense her friends are also in control of her life very much very much so like that wasn't her revenge plot no like that wasn't her idea but she has but these are her friends and the i don't know the power over her life that they have is because she gave it to them yeah i wonder if like they all weren't friends to begin with because like the way she moves in that group is like almost something about them is so no i guess they've been friends for a long time but it's just like they there's so something so weird about them like they're not honest yeah but well, i think it's they like the said... world they grow up in where they're like you can't trust anyone but it's like not everyone wants what you have like out of ever yeah and it's like, like they said <laughs> they they very much want that but they said that they have been friends since like birth like yeah, all of them which is just like so strange but like even obi i guess we'll get into mm-hmm. later mentions that like julian wasn't always like that right and wasn't mm-hmm. always so like protective of her image or assuming people want to get things from her so it's just interesting yeah. to see how like she will like rewrite the narrative to justify her actions but also like sees no problem in like Oh, like, it's fine. We can be chill behind the scenes. Just, like, for the public, like, maybe you need to be, like, treated like shit. But I still love you. It's okay. It's like, that's so weird. Yeah. So, so, so weird. It's a lot, a lot of choices. Um, So we, we get to the school. Like, we're at the school. And we see that they're all, all these kids are friends, right? Minus mm-hmm. Zoya. Um, and we still like at this point when they get to school we don't know that zoya and julian know each other in any way Mm -hmm. like we've been led to believe that they don't and julian's friends are talking about the fact that they can't believe zoya is going to be coming here and 
if I don't know, some teacher hadn't have told Julian, she would never know and blah, blah, blah. And so then we see Julian and Zoya look at each other like across the courtyard. And um, it's such a moment, even though we as an audience are still unaware of all the layers of that moment. Yeah, like it's very sweet. It's very sweet because then like Julian's just like, I like her shoes. Yeah. And it was a very sweet moment. And Julian is like, immediately like well we don't know her so there's no reason to i don't know hate her yet i guess yeah and then we get that came like a stalker it's like aren't you guys at the best school right like like why wouldn't she come and then we get that bathroom scene where half is revealed that they do know each other and they have a matching tattoo like on the back of their necks yeah and they're just like so excited to be in the same place like it was just something they were just so happy in that moment. No, I really thought maybe we'll get like a good sister dynamic. I should have known. <laughs> we should. They wouldn't, they wouldn't we, show me that not until mm-hmm. they set me up to destroy me. Yeah, honestly, really should have been more skeptical of it. But it was just so sweet. Yeah, I wanted to believe it. I just really wanted the best for them. Like it was so sweet. Um, such a cute moment. Just so 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 cute, and then um. Oh, and then she gives her, like, the rundown of, like, okay, you're going to come to the Met Steps for lunch. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a picture, and that's how my friends are going to like you. Yeah. Which was uh, interesting, because I was like, you're an influencer online, but I don't know if you, like, are an influencer in real life. And I think she really was, Julian thinks she's, like, an influencer in real life, too. Yeah, no, she 100% does. Because once we get to the Met Steps, and Zoya approaches... Well, Julian calls her up and is like, can I get your shoes or whatever? We realize she does not have the influence that she thinks she does because all her friends are, most of her friends are very much against it. Yeah, like very awful. Yeah, specifically the her like female presenting friends, not so much the guys. Yeah, the guys don't care, but I guess they don't have to. No. And I do like, I don't know, man, it's like the 21st century. Like, do we really have to do this? <laughs> Like, with girls. Like, they make comments about, like, we don't wear uniforms. Actually, it is funny that their whole thing is, like, we smash the patriarchy by not wearing uniforms. And I'm like, and you also uphold it so violently by just being the way you are. Like, and for you, like, beating the patriarchy is, like, no uniform. And it's, like, that's not the point. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's cute that you guys think that. And I also think yeah. it's interesting. Is that the scene where um, on the mess steps where Zoya finds out that Obi does like activism? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like on the mess steps and Zoya's just kind of like looking, kind of being torn apart, but then like also just like noticing things. And she notices that Obi has like a, a like a button, I think, in his backpack. Mm-hmm. And she calls it out and is like, oh, I love them. And my grandfather used to work with this group. And they can immediately see that she has some sort of connection to Obi. Yeah. And it's just, but Obi also like, dude, you're, can't you just write a fat check? They're like, hey, mom and dad, I want to buy a boat. And just like divert the money to pay rent for underserved people. No, he goes and like brings them donuts. And it's like, I hate what we do. I'm like, but you're the richest one of them all, aren't you? Yeah, and the, and they like said that you have that, the highest net worth. And they said that he was like, "This is the 
guiltiest and the richest. Um, yeah. It was weird. This- like, the self-aware comments they made were so weird. I'm like, you can't be self... Like, the implication that if they know this and they're talking mm-hmm. about it, like, they just are objectively, like, awful people. And, like, we, you can't, like, make them likable if they are aware of, like, the privilege and, like, the way they acquired it. And mm-hmm. they joke and pick fun at their friend. Because, like, at what at that point, like, what are they even saying? What are they even saying? And then trying to frame them as just, like... Like, I don't know how the show is trying to frame them exactly. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, like, where I'm a little confused. Because it's, like, they're... I guess, like, as complex characters, which is fair, but it's, like, maybe Gossip Girl isn't the vessel. <laughs> I'm also wondering how between 2007 and 2021, there are now people of color that are rich like that. Like, where do they all come from? Ooh. Since birth, okay. there is well, no way that wealth was existing for, like, I guess Julian's dad is white. Yeah, Julian's dad's white. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, Julian's dad is um, a white man in the music industry. Yeah, that makes sense. But what about, like everyone else so we definitely don't know we like don't know um maybe we'll get their backstories like so what's her her what's her friend's name the one's black oh you said monet maybe we'll get her backstory maybe she has a white grandpa i don't know um it too like a big idea was had recently but they're friends since birth so it's been like a while yeah at least since so far yeah yeah i don't know I don't know. Um, I'm not going to think too hard about that, I guess. No, I'm not really caught up on how they really hung up on, like, why these people have wealth. They just have it. And honestly, like, that's good enough for me to know they're rich. That's cute. Um, I guess, too, like, I guess for me, like, the question comes up when, like, the show tries to make some real points, but then, like, we'll obviously ignore, like, very other things. So I'm like, are you just, like, saying, do you feel like you just can't write a Gossip Girl show? Like, about just like rich people and not like bring up the fact that they are so rich in like a self-aware way but just them talking about like how much money they have and like their own little like i just want to see them be rich and like kind of dumb about it like the activism thing is cute but like you don't have to bring it up to like that's not how i have to know that obi's a good guy like let him be a good guy within his own like circle or whatever if you just be nice that's true he could just be nice um but yeah, we get that. And like in this scene, Julian is like doing a lot. Yeah. Like she immediately invites Zoya to hang out with him that night. Yeah. And it's like, you're working like really hard um, to do this thing. It's like, you don't have to do that. You can also have like more of a conversation with your friends and be like, why are you guys such pieces of shit? I guess my literally my sister. Yeah. Like, my whole ass sister. Like, it wouldn't even matter if she was going to try and scam because she already has, like, the most important piece, like, DNA. (laughs) Like, they're already related. So, like, you can relax. I don't know. It was strange. And also, like, that they don't want Zoya to, like, meet her sister. And they don't want her to be, like, friends with her. It's so odd to me. So sad. Yeah, it's very... um very interesting uh very uh it's just such a choice i don't know because then they like reluctantly agree that it's okay that she comes tonight to dumble hall or whatever Uh and uh she has to like lie to her zoya has to like lie to her dad because this whole time they're scamming they're scheming uh, without their fathers knowing because their fathers hate each other 
because Julian's mom, well, their mom left Julian's dad and then ended up having this kid with Zoya's dad and Zoya. And, like, that's a whole, like, complicated, messy history and they, like, hate each other and it's, like, childish and I don't know. And so they're lying. And so Zoya can't say that she's going to go see Julian later and she has to, like, say she's going to go get frozen yogurt with some other girl. Yeah. Yeah, and I and then she gets like clothes. Yeah, like Julian secretly has a dress delivered to the apartment. She has to go down and pick yeah. it up, which is kind of sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. Like there are so many sweet elements to this like sister relationship that yeah. makes it, I guess, more painful for it to break down the way that it does. And like we only got like we couldn't even get like half a season. Of them just like having making memories together. No, but and also like do they I, not know each other enough. Like they talk on the phone all the time. Like they have different insight. Like are they not solid enough in that relationship to be like okay, like whatever happens, like above all, it's us. Then it's everyone else. But I guess not because like that's not good for Julian's image. Right. Like that's literally the thing. And it's like I will say that they did do a good job of making me root for these sisters, though like immediately like i was like immediately invested in their relationship yeah it was just very nice i'm glad that they knew each other that's a good element of like being close to each other Mm -hmm. and i also like too that even though julian did do what she did in the end she never once like believed yes that zoya had bad intentions she was like oh i'm sorry like my friends but she was always like but it's fine now like we can be okay now yeah like that was something and especially after the creepy undressing photo yeah that fuck exactly but julian never she was like no clearly i don't believe that like it's fine yeah i really i liked that because i feel like it would have been so easy for them to write it in a way that she was upset or like thought that something had happened between the two of them so i liked that she didn't yeah also, like, okay, I guess we'll get there in the end. I was gonna say, like, are we really in a place where everyone's airdrop is just like open? Right. Like, you maybe even got like ten, but everyone like, had their own airdrop everyone. accessible. Like, I know mine is not accessible to anyone. No, I'm pretty. I know that mine Except is like my contacts. Only. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's such a security risk. Super weird. There's like so many technological elements of this that make no sense. But they they need to like push the story forward, so I'm like, uh, I guess like fine. Like if anything, they would have been better off just like canceling them. Yeah. And calling it a day. But then okay, we're kind of like everywhere. But we kind of talk about Julian, and um, I guess like kind of Zoya. I guess we can keep going on Zoya, so yeah. kind of like tied together. Yes. I guess we cover most of her story because it has to do with Julian. Oh, I will say something I I'm interested in is like, is Zoya bad at her craft? Because everyone she asks, like, would I have gotten in anyways? It's like, does it matter? Or like, we'll never know. So it's like, that's kind of sounding like she's not good at it. <laughs> that, that, I'm thinking that she's not good at it. But um, it really sucks. That yeah, like, it really. Get a scholarship for her. Mm-hmm, because it just, that, like, you already probably on some level experienced some like imposter syndrome situation, especially because she literally cannot afford to be there without the scholarship. So like yeah. that's already putting this added like internal pressure on her. And then to now know that she 
didn't necessarily get the scholarship through the most honest of means is now just going to be like, do, do I belong here? Like in any way, shape or form, like. Yeah. And the fact that she was like happy in her old life only to come Mm -hmm. here and get dragged into this mess is very, very heartbreaking. Yeah. Very, very heartbreaking. I like Zoya's character. I like that she tells Julian she's not going to like, she doesn't give a shit really about this like game or like big spectacular she's trying to put on. She's like, listen, or how she says that like, there's nothing to win. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't care. I feel like that was probably really destabilizing for Julian, who then gets broken up with immediately after. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's like, oh, we have to do the story. And it's like, damn, he does not want to do the story. No. He doesn't want to do the story. No, he does not want to do the story. (laughs) Yeah, but like, that's about more Julian and Ilvi. But yeah, Zoya is just, she's just so innocent. Like, I don't know, I wanted to like to protect her. Mm-hmm. and was like you should not have gotten wrapped up in all this mess especially with these people because of a white woman that's like jealous of you guys right because like literally you there was no the only reason that she is caught up in this is because of this white woman and these like teachers who are literally just trying to recreate something because like that's their whole thing she was like okay the original gossip girl they had serena and blair so we need to find like our own Serena and Blair. Yeah. Like so we... it's like, let's go attack the scholarship kit. Nothing to do with it. Literally a scholarship kit. Isn't your main problem like these wealthy kids who don't it's... aren't out of touch? Why are you dragging in a scholarship kit? A black scholarship kit. Like, I'm not going to forget about it... the intersections of race when it comes to this. Like, no. Like, don't no, do this to these no. people. Like, you literally dehumanize them to prove a point to make yourself just feel better aired this whole like thing that's kind of fraudulent it's, it's just so the ramifications of these actions could really hold so much more weight like, like how do you do really this ruin lives yes how do you an adult do this to children yeah and ugh, it just really keeps coming back to this and the fact that like at least with dan it wasn't like pure speculation like just made up out of nowhere to like create a narrative. I am glad that they have to live with the consequences of their actions every day, Monday through Friday, eight to three PM. They're gonna have to see these people <laughs> and interact with them and like see how you have negatively impacted them. Yeah, but they think they're doing a good thing. Like the end of the episode, she's like, Yes, I've done good. Like I really think Kate's gonna come out the villain in this. She clearly is Because like, I feel like she's villain. already losing everyone else. She is already the villain. Her and then Julian's friends. And I mean, also kind of Julian. Yeah, kind of Julian. But so Kate, these adults, that man, prison. Pri- jail time. I, just... I don't even like prison, but like for you? It literally, it's like... Go. We got to do something, though. Like... Something needs to be done about these adults. And it, they really shouldn't be allowed to be near kids. They shouldn't. And then they're like, like so easily the- frustrated by a comment about how you should shop at Madewell. Like, okay. It's a reasonable okay. brand. <laughs> why are you upset? Like, like you, you first of all, you got dressed and saw yourself this morning. You knew it wasn't cute. 
Yeah, and the fact that you got dressed for them is like so low. That is also weird. I am still like, like I'm a teacher. I don't get dressed for these kids. Yeah, like just for anybody. Like if someone goes to school, comments on my outfit, I'm a teacher. I'm just gonna be like, okay, okay. I don't know. Literally, I don't. What do you want me to say? (laughs) It's like should I go buy more clothes? Like why? I don't care. It's like it's it's gonna be me saying okay because you've insulted me, or me saying thank you because you gave me a compliment. Like it's two, it's one of two ways. Um, Literally, it just no. Mm-mm. It's like they pick on you because they know you care. Yeah. Like, what's the and, first lesson about bullying that we learned that you probably were you teach as a teacher? No, it's just, it's very strange. And then, like, and then even still, like, some of the stuff that they're saying, like, I was listening to, like, the Gossip Girl, like, Kristen Bell's, like, narration at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was key where she was, like, been a minute, did you miss me? Then I started to listen more to what she was saying. And I only quoted one of these lines, but it said, she said, crack your cachets. And I was, like, are you serious? Yeah, I saw you. That's... <laughs> So anyone taking this seriously already, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. And like, if this is like in the world post circle on Netflix, but like young people know how to identify when people don't talk (laughs) right. Yes, you know, like or they don't sound quite right, and it's like crack your cash. I'm so sorry. I don't care how posh these kids think they are. They're not saying cachet. No, no one is saying cachet. I didn't Unless even know you still work said with that. them, and like the writers definitely are older than the teachers they're writing about, because <laughs> like cachet, what I does just, that even mean? I truly, I like, honestly, what don't are you know. even trying to get across? How do you think? What is that a cultural reference? These teens even understand? Can't be, cannot be. Oh my god, I don't even know. Okay, so I, but yeah, it's kind of wraps up Zoya. She was mostly in opposition to Julian. I think from here on out, she's going to start being her own character more. Mm-hmm. So that... I, I did want to talk about Audrey, Max, and Aki. Oh, Aki. 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 Because that was... Right. So Lots of tension immediately. Lots of tension immediately. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I The whole thing is like, it's cute for tv mm-hmm. maybe but i feel like the idea of max is like just a person who overall like completely disrespects boundaries and like mm-hmm. doesn't ever get validation and like plays it off he's like i'm just so like sexy <laughs> but it's like at the end of the day what are you doing like your friend didn't want to change in front of you and then you're like oh just stay and then stare at him and you made it a thing your friend who's also dating your other friend who Mm -hmm. it's just like this is like very not like correct behavior like there's really nothing sexy about like not like having a conversation first about what's going on yeah thing yeah but i will say he if they were looking to cast a chuck bass counterpart this is him he has that energy dead had a face um they don't look the same but they really do just exude the same energy, honestly. Of just like, kind of like Predator. Yeah. Like, so they I really like look that. at the world as, like, prey. 
yeah, that casting spot on. Um, it is very, like, it was so tense, literally immediately. Like, when we get the opening scene of Audrey and um, Aki, like, they're, like, in bed together. Um, but yeah. then when we get to school, yeah, Max. Look. Yeah, the look between Max and Aki, they were already, there was already a look. It was a lot. Like, immediately. And, like, like oh. throughout the episode. I was like, interesting, interesting. Right, like, it was it was so immediate. And then, like, throughout the episode, we just get, like, other areas of, like, tension between, like, the three of them in different, in different ways. Yeah. And it's, like, part of me feels like Max is just, like, playing them. Like, he doesn't care. Probably but he just not. knows that, like, you guys are kind of just, like, in. <laughs> in this now. So why not? Yeah, because I literally forgot, like, when she says I'm going to go look for my boyfriend, I was like, oh, my God, but he's cheating. And I was like, wait, Max is literally not I, your boyfriend. The first, <laughs> the first like, time that I watched it, I was like, she's like, I'm going to go look for my boyfriend. And then she sees this dude. I'm like, you're okay with this? Like, is this the kind like, of relationship oh, you have? right. There's another and person. And I was like, no, he doesn't have pink hair. This isn't the right guy. Yeah, it was just interesting because, like, when he says that I don't like to stick out, I'm like, you don't. Because I forgot. <laughs> I Even though his hair is pink. <laughs> I know, like, I literally forgot you were dating someone. And we saw them at the beginning. I still was like, her boyfriend is Max. <laughs> yes. That was very wild. But kind of speaks to Max's, like, overall energy. And he... how it's, like, very clear that he's in a relationship with them more than they are with each other. Honestly, yes. It's just wild. Um, it also, it's wild. Max, to touch on it real quick, is a drug addict? So also kind of very Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass was definitely smoking in the pilot and then also talking about pills in that pilot. Yeah. And then this guy is just like double arterial Xanax. Like and I feel like also like just Xanax, yeah, like this kid does not is probably not even remembering the shit he does. No. And then he had some other drug. I don't know what the drug was that he didn't oh, actually take Molly. that night. He was like, this isn't like my plan for the night. And I was like, what? Yeah, I think it was ecstasy. And I was like, what? Again, what teenager? What teenager? A fried one. I was like, your brain is like never coming back from this. And like, that's what is so... But then also, well, also like grounds them in reality. Because I'm like, guys are really tragic people. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, you have stuff. And I know you think your lives are so rich and full. But like, you just go out to underage drink and take drugs. In fancy clothes. Like, you can do that at home for free. And it's also, yeah. like, this... If I was at a club as an adult, like, I wouldn't want high school kids playing out. No. Like, exclusive. Like, it would kill the whole vibe. I'd Literally. Like, they serve minors here. <laughs> That's super like, un- uncomfy. No. Just no. And then, like, Audrey... Something with her voice. Like, she sounds... Old. She sounds like Xanthopy from Kimmy Schmidt oh it's like i think it's because her voice is so like i can't believe she wouldn't tell us about i think maybe i don't know if the actress sounds like that too i in interview but it might be like, like i cool wanted to tone, look it up like a cool girl tone of voice or she i think she sounds but she just ends up sounding so bored and like monotone mm-hmm. which i guess is the point because she's just so like privileged maybe but yeah her voice is like at a very like like elizabeth holmes from theranos too like just the register feels unnatural yeah yeah but i was noticing that when she was talking about how mad she was that like 
Julian didn't tell them about Zoya. And I'm like, but look at how you guys have treated her. <laughs> like, why would she tell you? You're terrible people. Terrible people. Introspect a little bit. And then as soon as like Aki brings up one thing, she's like, okay, I didn't sign up for therapy. It's like, aren't you guys friends? Do you not <laughs> talk about your feelings? Do you guys like have no emotional intimacy with each other? But I guess not. No, they don't. They're missing out. They could have some really good times as friends if they were actually friends. <laughs> and not just like, like people in the same place since birth. They don't. But Obi was like, why didn't you like at least tell me? And I can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah. But also like maybe Obi will talk to Zoya. I do like she that she's so compassionate. As she's like, mm-hmm. oh, like imagine yourself in someone else's position. She didn't say that, but I think she would be someone to bring it up. Like, okay, but you guys have to ask yourself, like, what would I have done realistically, honestly? Mm-hmm. Would I have been helpful at all? I don't think so. Like, Obi, you're kind of a dick, honestly. <laughs> for like staying silent, waiting for your girlfriend to like go back to who she was when you first, like, you're not actually entitled to that. No. And like, you're not actually entitled to make her feel like shit for changing. Like, so she changed. But to be like, I don't know, he's kind of weird too. I'm like, you're not so great yourself. Like, you're literally like evil. You're a billionaire. Your wealth is yeah, literally evil. Shut so up. So much money. And then, like, also, if you're really this, like, upset about who she is as a person, then why are you still with her? I know. I mean, like, granted, he did break up with her, but yeah. only because of Zoya. And, and I remember in the elevator, he's like, you look just like Julian. I'm like, I know you're going to be a, a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Because Zoya probably reminds him, and the same age as when they met, or started dating, reminds mm-hmm. him of, like, her back then. And it's like, you disgusting disgusting man yeah or i guess child you're 17 but she's like a freshman you're a junior yeah leave her alone she's out of her element i also didn't even get the story of like if we get the floors like my mom's gonna kill me that made no sense to me dry the floors floors do you have right like what yeah i i also did not understand that about the floors getting wet i'm like what are these floors made of that it can't get wet i really think it's just wood and they have gotten wet before I just know that to be true. The floors have gotten wet before. Like, if your mom cared, she'd have towels by the door. She would just have towels by the door. Yeah. Um, oh my no. goodness. I don't know. Like, what? Who else does they really talk about? I guess like Luna and Monet, but they don't exist really. I don't. I hate them, even though they don't exist. I I, I hate them though. I actively. <laughs> Monet seems jealous. Luna just I don't think cares. I can't figure out. She has personality. Yeah, other but than I mean, look like, to the left. Monet seemed like very active. Like every time she looks yes. at Zoya, it was very much like I would rather you like explode. Yes. Whereas like um, Luna was just kind of like, "Why are you here? Like you're just generally bothering me." But their whole plot, the fact that they all got in on it, it's like you guys are so sick and twisted in the head. It's high school drama. Like instead of actually just like leaving it alone you actually did ruin your friend's big moment to make it look like someone else had ruined her big... But so I think that's my favorite thing about this show. It's like they all somehow... I think the amount of wealth and privilege they have makes them like manipulate situations, but it always brings about exactly what they were trying to avoid in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like Julian's plan not being like normal or sane... (laughs) <laughs> and just like oh let's just like get let it blow over she's like no 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 we can't let it blow over what we have to do is like actually make gossip girl scenario real and actually have a beef now 
which now has given Gossip Girl an actual plot. Like, instead yeah. of just, like, ignoring it and moving on, being like, okay, well, let's just, like, trick them, though, by making what they said real. Like, by proving the point. Like, you can never walk back. You can never walk that back. Yeah. It's just... And then, like, every time Julian tries to, like, explain herself or, like, explain her point, you can just... She's, like, consistently unraveling, like, each time. Because it's, like, she's holding on to this image, this, like, make-believe thing. Like, her, like, talking to Zoya afterwards, she's like, oh, yeah, it's, mm, this sucks. But you know, it wasn't really my fault, so blah, 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 blah. And, like, it's going like, in this whole rant. All your fault. Exactly. And Zoya's like, you hurt me. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, fam, you did that by yourself. For no reason. All alone. You you came up with that. Or your friends did really quickly. Super quickly. Which is weird. But like everything Julian brings up as a concern. It's like, but you could just like not done that previous action. Like if you hadn't mm-hmm. invited me out with your friends, like this never would have happened. Like if you hadn't been like forced in the circle. Like she really manifested Gossip Girl into her life. Which is hilarious. It's just. But I think it's like, that's because like, Deep down, I think that's what she wants. Like, someone to care, like, keep tabs on her, track her, like, all for their own time. I think that's why they don't want to get the account banned. I think on some level, all of them are like, wow, we're, like, important. Mm -hmm. Someone's, like, tracking our lives. But the thing is that, like, Julian was already an influencer. She's like, I'm not just known. I'm influential. Like, she... It's like, yeah, to other people. Like, you're not making any sense. Like, an influential person, <laughs> like, if it gets found out they're doing this, it's getting canceled. And the wildest thing is, it's like, there's no way. It's interesting that they, they imply that these kids respected the COVID guidelines. They're like, you've been in lockdown all year. I'm like, there's no way you guys actually would have stayed anywhere. Mm-mm. You would have been no. traveling, going back and forth, back and forth. Like, come on now. Yeah, that's it's very true. But it's sweet of them, I guess, to try. Oh my god, what is this? Sorry, it's like a little. I got a new tattoo, and so it's just been like super bothersome. So, so that's why I've been looking. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it's like actually kind of everyone in a weird roundabout way, because Luna yeah. and Monet aren't people. They're not people. And Kate is psychotic. Yes. And Audrey I Marks. don't know. Oh wait, who else? No, we've done. I don't know the male teacher's name. I just know that I, I want to recognize that actor, though. Or maybe so maybe. many actors just kind of look like that. Yeah, there's there's a face that some of them just have. Yeah, it's like a brand of person. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want. I want all these teachers fired immediately. Yes, I want the next episode to the open with the FBI showing up. Minimum. <laughs> on campus to fire them it just these are not sane choices none of these choices are saying oh i remember there was something i wanted to say i don't remember their um i don't remember everyone's ages anymore but max he is 26 in real life and kate is 25 in real life and that felt petty to me because she's a whole teacher she auditioned (laughs) to be one of the kids to be one of the youth I don't know. Because <laughs> that's rough. He's but 26? Like, 
he's 26 and she's 25 and i'm supposed to believe that she is the teacher and that this man is a student yeah he's okay but with the i almost believe him only because every time i find out how old some of these like tiktok boys are i'm surprised because they look mm-hmm. very old in the face i just assume they're young because like the choice of action they take but like yeah i could believe max a little bit because like some guys just like look old quick Mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's very harsh to the teacher oh my goodness <laughs> i'm so sorry ma'am <laughs> or i guess miss like, i don't know miss i don't You're know i just like <laughs> feel like that would suck um I'm but see if i can actually figure out how old these other people are there was a thing i was looking at but the thing that i took note of because their birthdays i think their birthdays are on the same day i was looking at something i don't just know this about these people but i think their birthdays were like on the same day in april mm. a year apart and i noticed that he was older and then i was like this feels targeted somehow i don't know dang oh that's interesting so aubrey is 19 like the actress for aubrey is 19 Okay. Oh, and the actress for Zoya is 18. That makes sense because I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she look is like young. Yeah. Oh, and Obi's 21. Okay. Sick. So they do look like Julian's like generally 27, the right though. age. It's just like, and then Julian's 23. She's 23. Yeah. Oh. But that makes sense. I got, I'm glad that they're all kind of like young ish. Like, I could believe Julian would be in high school, but you, a 26 year old man. <laughs> See? oh god it's like okay it's so strange it's so strange do you watch never have i ever um i don't think so okay well no why are they making her do like love scenes 19 year old and 26 year old oh aubrey aubrey yeah oh wait no i i do know what you're talking about with never have i ever because i just i i was thinking about the age gap between the leads yeah like 18 and he's like 30 yes i guess she's 19 now or whatever and he's well he was 29 i think at the time whatever but he's like 30 now and she's i guess she's 19 but like i don't actually care like that's just he's just old like yeah like come on that's so weird i think it's also a little insidious because the fact that we can look at the teacher and be like yeah she looks like older than everyone else but she's 25 (laughs) It's like she's still young, actually, but we don't let like young women stay young for a long time. Like they can be like twenty to twenty-five, and then it's like once they're twenty-five, they're like old. But for dudes, it's like you mm-hmm. can be like thirty-three, being a high school boy. So like when people go out and they yeah. see like old ass dudes, they're gonna be like, "You look so young." And it's like, no, these high school kids on TV look old as fuck. Because I've been watching Degrassi lately. Oh yeah, and they're like legit kids, and that's and so they nice. Look like, like if this, I always imagine like this show with people that looked like Manny and Emma, and JT, mm-hmm. it'd be like a different story, like a grosser story. It'd be like, ew, these are <laughs> literal kids. Like, and that's why it's like it works. Like you can show these like mature storylines, but also like there's the very real fact that they are so young that it adds like a whole different tone, and it makes it clear that like these kids are like moving maybe too fast or like they're trying to be more mature than they actually are. But when you have like 26 year olds moving with the confidence of like grown men as like high schoolers, the lines get blurred. Like that's the only reason why Max has the energy he has. Like he's lived long enough to like know what it is and embody it. 
Like if you had a 17 year old, they could never act like something they did not know like that. I don't know. And that is literally why I think her name's like Linda Schuyler, Schuyler or something. The Degrassi, uh, like the lady who wrote, I guess created Degrassi in the original run as well. She only wanted to use teenagers and there was like pushback and things like that because she was like, if I hire a 25-year-old, they're coming in with 25 years of experience versus if I hire a 15-year-old, they're coming in with 15 years of experience. They may not have even experienced these things that I'm making their characters like do. Like they're bringing this like actual youthfulness and like naivete to the table that you don't get with a whole a grown man. You don't. They can't even pretend. You can't even pretend. And like, like that is one Great, like, that's that one of the weird. really it's weird. It's one of the really nice things about Degrassi, though, that they actually like casting it. Just like I, I think it's one of the things that made it feel more real and just why well, I loved it so much. But yeah, this is this is this this is a man. He's twenty six. I never have ever that man is thirty, and climbing through this girl's window, and I'm just like, this is just breaking and entering. It really is like a whole crime. <laughs> And also, I want to point out just that Max was in Descendants. He was. Yeah, he was um, Hook's son. Mm. And I just, I love that movie. I love those those kids' movies. They're so stupid and bad. Which is why I was surprised <laughs> he was going to be in Gossip Girl. Because he's been a Disney Channel star. Mm. That's a choice. Yeah. Like, his credits are like Disney. Legacies. Now it's Gossip Girl. It's like such a tone shift. Interesting. Which is just really wild. But yeah. Super duper strange. It makes me think of how Dove Cameron, who I think he's with, was casted for the reboot of Powerpuff Girls. Of the Powerpuff Girls, yeah. Two grown people playing teens. It's like, why do we keep doing this? Like, obviously, though, like, I don't think kids should be in showbiz. I was watching some interviews with the Degrassi cast and they were talking about how like actually being so young made it hard to navigate that yeah. realm and like advocate for themselves well and so like, they are dealing with a lot which is why it's like ugh dang this kind of sucks but maybe we should just like shouldn't tell stories about kids in high school anymore certain kinds of stories like maybe just like that isn't a something that has to be like acted out actually yeah I mean yes I just feel like if you're gonna cast my thing and like my thing with like never ever if you're gonna cast this 30 year old man then cast a 26 year old to play the girl like like just make them all the same age range true yeah like just level the playing field just make it completely unrealistic make them all 26 year olds then yeah. it won't at that feel point, it's like why are they in high school yeah you could just make it college but i think i don't know if i read this or heard this but I, it was a long time ago that it was like people don't make shows about college because they don't make as many shows about college because yeah. that experience isn't as universal as high school to like the masses because most people have gone to high school even if you didn't finish it but not everyone has gone to college and so they don't tell those college stories as often because they're not as relatable and i fair that's very fair that's okay. So are we just gonna do high school forever? Yeah. So what do what do actors do? You high school go, or bust? Yeah, you go to high school and then you do high school until you're thirty and then you get 
a, have, then, then you do a, a, a regular yeah and then you're a parent or you just like have a normal job that we can talk about where like it's fine to be a doctor it's fine to be a police officer like that's fine but we have to skip the college years you have to be a high school student and then you have to be a full-blown adult no in between the wildest thing about that too though is that i feel like an unintended consequence of that is that people think their lives end after high school and so they want to do like a ton of stuff because they want to like put these people these kids through crazy experiences but then they want to keep them like under 18. And it's mm-hmm. like, even noticing like on TikTok, people are like, oh my God, like what happens to me? Like after I turn 21, like, am I going to shrivel up and die? And it's like, no, you actually have to live a lot more life. There's like <laughs> a lot of shit you have to do. When people are like, high school is the last time I'll ever like feel. It's like, that is not true. And if people don't go to high school, people definitely go to work. Like you can just make a show about friends living in a town. Yeah, but they're not going to do that with younger people. They're going to make them feel old. Like, they're going to, they're going to, I don't even know how old the friends were. Like, they were, like, around 30. Yeah. It's like, what about a show about, like, you know, 22 to 24-year-olds? That's a fun group. They could just be, like, summer internship. That's, like, a fun, light summer job, weird circumstance. Yeah. Or, like, oh, camp counselors. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that is really... But then it makes me wonder, like, if you're trying to make TV relatable, like, it's like there's so many other demographics that it's, like, already not relatable to, even if you're making it about high school. Like, is it about, like, who is the t- show being made for mm-hmm. is the question. Because, like, it's already not relatable. It's just in a building, like a high school building. But yeah. that's about it. I don't know. That's so wild. TV, like... I really wonder who's in control of television because they put out like some weird ass shit and they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so wild. Um, we're so far off topic. Do you have any thoughts? On, <laughs> any more thoughts on Gossip Girl? Um, I, despite the issues that I have, uh, most of them being the adults in the show and their choices and the way that they speak, uh, I am still going to keep watching it. Same. That is just a fact that I know about myself. Um, yeah, I know. Every week is basically the same. Like, so many issues. But I had fun. And I have fun wondering what's going to happen next. And so I'm in. Yeah, like, I need to know. Will they get found out? Will yeah, prison, ideally. they suffer consequences? I hope so. Um, yeah, and if they have season two, like, please don't keep this thing. It can't. Something has to change. Something has to change in order for this to, I don't know, for people to keep buying into it. Because it's just like, this is sad. <laughs> like This is so, so sad. And also, I really want them to work out their um, sister relationship. Me too. I really want them to be happy together. I was like, I'm very sad that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So would you recommend this to someone? uh yeah and i i did uh <laughs> i did i just told my friend to watch it oh right her main issue was that uh they made her sympathize with rich people and she ain't like that like these teachers being so awful made her sympathize with these rich kids defending that's what had me like in a, in a spin i was like should someone check their behavior absolutely but you guys are so wrong for this Mm-hmm. But I have no choice but to defend these kids. Yeah. 
because they're children literally they're literal children like and and hearing about their home lives on the side without the teachers around it's like and they're sad as fuck one of <laughs> yes. these kids is on drugs all the time like another girl's dad is an alcoholic who abandoned who's essentially emotionally abandoned her like yeah. her mom's dead like... yeah, her mom is dead what more do you want from them what more do you want from them yeah i watching with my roommate my roommate preferred the original more than the because we watched them like a, consecutively and yeah mm. he liked the original more than he liked the reboot mm. but i also think we watch yeah. tv for very different reasons so like for me like this reboot is kind of it's just kind of messy yeah it is um and it's very messy like it's very messy automatically because of these issues with these girls' fathers not having processed this grief and, like, the circumstances that led to them being where they are now. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to touch on the fact that I do think it's very weird that people are, like, everyone's blaming Zoya for the fact that her mom and dad made a choice. Think she... Julian called her a thief because your mom left? Like, I was no, not your dad born. was a bad man. I... I didn't steal. I steal. I wasn't born. Like I'm not involved. This literally has nothing to do with me. Like pick some. You can. And there's actually not much. Yeah, it was like very weird. Like, you know what? Your mom went from have with a from being with a white man to a black man. Let's start start asking questions about why would she even make that choice? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at the circumstance, Julian. Your dad obviously was not the best choice for her. Clearly. clearly. Like, um, and hit, her dad looks too young. I don't know how old that man is, but he's not a dad. He's like 35. He was Lenny Bruce in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Because I was staring at him trying to figure out where I knew him from. Oh, my goodness. Um, That's kind of amazing. That's kind of amazing. It's just... They just want us to like buy into a whole bunch of stuff regarding these ages and that it's all choices. Um, again, make everything unrealistic or make everything realistic. I just want you to pick a lane. Um, but yeah. yeah, I would recommend it. I told my friend to watch it. I would probably only tell people that had seen the original to watch it though. That's a good call. Which I don't know if that's weird, but I wouldn't be like, oh, you've never seen Gossip Girl ever? Yeah, watch this show. But I'd be like, you saw the original? Watch this one. Yeah, or if you're a fan of something like Riverdale, Mm -hmm. Gossip Girl would be really good for you. Yeah, it'd be very good for you. Um, This Also, one quick note I want to add just really quick. Mm -hmm. that one teacher that has like multiple wives but is not a lesbian was that okay i also wrote that down but i (laughs) i was just like okay i guess don't bring it up no (laughs) she was like retaliation never works ask my ex-wives no i'm not a lesbian it's like if that was the case i would retaliate because i'm guessing they married you under false pretense i am just super confused as to why we needed that line and it's, what that's supposed to establish about her character. Literally. It's funny, like, to only, like, the least funny kind of people. <laughs> it's, like, a joke, actually, that would be made in that one show about that famous little brother. The other two? HBO 2. Yeah, the other two. Like, they would make a joke like that and really laugh. <laughs> and that's why I was like, what the fuck is this for? Like, you're not funny. Like, it's not even... Like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? What and you did it multiple times? That's a pathology. Like, you need to be checked. 
I truly like I don't understand and like that's another one of the like the the lines coming from the adults just are bad yeah like you want to send these kids out Barack Obama it's not it's like and not break I also wrote that down I'm like you are acting like Brett Kavanaugh didn't have a good teacher. No, like he's a predator. Like it's a cultural thing. Like you, how would you send a kid out of Brett Kavanaugh? Please explain that to me. Like how would you single-handedly, especially when you're about to start gossiping about them? What skills do you have? I keep coming back to these teachers. I really keep coming because it's, it's so unhinged. It is so unhinged immediately. Like they didn't just... Like, okay, well, I guess the first post on Twitter was the least uh, offensive thing they did. But, like, they jumped from zero to a thousand. Yeah. You're, like, leaking documents. It's like, did the writers think that in this day and age, when we're, like, I guess more politically aware, quote unquote, that we would allow shitting on the rich at the expense of kids by at the hands of adults. Like in what world are the people watching? Like, yeah, I'm rooting for these. Are we supposed to be rooting for the teachers? It's impossible. We can't, I I will not accept that. (laughs) Because now like no matter what good points these teachers make, it doesn't matter because they made them and that makes it bad. Yeah. To me, like now there's like no criticism is going to go through my head. It's not even critique. It's like they're making that shit up and they're forgetting. I think it actually is fitting that the person who brought up Gossip Girl wasn't in the in group. Mm -hmm. So that she probably wouldn't know that like Gossip Girl was one of them and probably still thinks that Gossip Girl is just, no, wait, no, she knew. She was like, it was Dan Humphrey. Yeah. Like, okay, let's reboot it. It'll be the same vibe. No, because Dan wasn't like following them home. I don't think Dan was just there invited naturally. Right, naturally, because people didn't really pay attention to him, so he was able to just, like, exist in these margins. And it's a blog that had access to only, like, the people at school. It was, like, a school-run blog, not dragging in now the eyes of, like, people from across the world can follow this account Mm -hmm. and know about the lives of people who did not ask to be influential online remotely. Like, the, the internet's a different landscape now. You can't do Gossip Girl shit online these days. No, it's so, it's the shade room, but it's these kids at Constance and it's weird because they're children and these are their teachers running it and get and stalking them for this information. Probably knowing where they live because of like the school address book <laughs> oh that they have goodness. access to because they have special privileges because they're supposed to be trusted. Yes. Don't they take like, an oath to not do harm? I guess it's doctors. Uh, doctors i don't know but they should a contract i don't know what my contract says but even though i don't know what my contract says i would never uh show up at my student's house and take photo of them undressing through a window that's just real common sense right there no matter how piping the tea could be (laughs) it's not for me it's not worth it that's a literal and the thing is um they can't take it back like you guys did commit the crime so it doesn't really matter like you can't take it back there is no this ain't no much sketch. That's one duel that can't be undid. So good luck with that, guys. I hope they're happy. They can't be. There is no, no one, no one in this scenario can be happy. No one. It's absolutely just so unnatural. So unnatural. Like even Deadly Class was more realistic than this show. And they were. And they're killing assassins. people. <laughs> and they're actually just like killing people in public. 
Yeah. I don't know what to think. I'm going to keep watching. I'm excited, though, to see where it takes us. <laughs> I'm really I'm stoked. Yeah, the second episode is out. Um, I did watch it, but I was also very careful not to mention any of the things from it. Okay. Yeah, to I'm going to watch color it. color your perspective. Right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Degrassi, obviously, started. Mm-hmm. We're doing Next Generation right now. I'm like four five episodes from drake getting shot okay so i've kind of like slowed down like putting it off i don't i might just skip the episodes but that show is a lot like they hit on every major issue every episode every single one these kids don't get a break like they must be so tired living their (laughs) actual lives because everything is happening to them but yeah between degrassi i mentioned earlier mysterious bandit society on disney it's just fun and just whimsical and i need some like chill like fun with like steaks but it's like steaks for kids so it's Mm -hmm. like pretty low stakes and it's really nice to see and then i actually haven't finished watching loki yet i've been putting off watching last episode because i know i'm gonna hate it (laughs) okay and that has been a a whole roller coaster that's i really think the mcu is going to write itself it's going to write its own demise with the way they're running things. Like, I just think it should be shut down already. Like just canceled. It's I'm done. Like I'm done with this franchise. I'm still going to watch though. That's a problem. Like <laughs> I'm going to say caught up. <laughs> cause I've already like invested until at least like 2025, but that's like, cause I was like, I need to see these movies when they <laughs> drop the phases. But that's the problem. I was realizing that there's a chance, like if it goes the way it's been going, that we could die before we even finish the cinematic universe like it could live longer <laughs> than some of us that can't be right yeah that can't be right but yeah what have you been watching um so in the dark um came back i guess a few weeks ago uh, and i've been keeping up with that um it have you heard of it um i have not so it's this show, uh, and it's there's a uh, the woman like the lead woman is a blind woman, oh. and it like the like the premise in that first season is that like her friend has been killed and she's kind of trying to solve his murder. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like looking it up. And um, this woman to not have vision really finds herself in the worst situations worst ones um it's just truly unbelievable and i yeah that's what it's like like listed out when i looked at the show there's like so much it's so much stuff and i'm like i can't figure out if this is like the best representation for a blind person or what because truly she knows no bounds regardless of her ability to see or not does not matter um so like that's something that i've been like keeping up with uh and betty just i'm pretty the other season only just ended i watched that uh which is that show the skateboarders yeah um i liked i think i liked the first season better there was something that just kind of the girls kind of felt disconnected from each other in the second one and i mm. like wanted more friendship stuff that makes sense um, I also just finished watching Never Have I Ever the other day. Um, 
Paxton is 30 and I never got over it. Uh, <laughs> never, <laughs> I never stopped it. Cause it's just, it's every time that he would like look at Davey, I'm like, no, he's old. And yeah. like, I'm not saying that a 30 year old is an old person, but a 30 year old next to a 19 year old never should is. happen. Never should happen. Like, it's just, it's such a staunch like difference. Like there's so much youth still radiating from her face. You can kind of see the light has dimmed in his eyes. Like he's seen things. <laughs> why did they do this? I, I just will never get over it. Like, why did they do this? I don't know. Why did they do this? I don't they know. They could have not. They really could have not. Yeah, she does look so young. Wow. Yeah, like, look at the poster. I'm like, she looks alive. Mm-hmm. In yeah. this man you... will never look again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, he's seen things. He's older than me. Like, <sighs> Jesus. But yeah. Oh, and there's one more show that I do want to mention because it's just so creative. Uh, Kevin can F himself. Mm, yes. I'm going to you... that one. You are? Mm-hmm. It's just so like creative in in the way that it's done, switching between um this multicam like comedy and the this single cam like drama. Um, those moments are so interesting. And yeah, it's just been like really weird. Like it's like weird, but then it's like good and also just never been done before. Yeah, I, I kinda like that. I'm excited for TV. I think I can only get more and more creative as time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. Yeah. You should. I like watched a a panel that like the creator and then Annie Murphy and then the other woman who plays the other female character in the show. Mm -hmm. And the way they talked about it just like made me want to watch it like even more. I just loved how they spoke about it. It was, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Yay. So we did it. We did it. Gossip Girl. Uh, Gossip Girl. OG. The reboot. Yeah. I feel like if it wasn't for the original, the reboot would probably, I would have less critical thought. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, yes. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would it, have to function different. It wouldn't be a reboot of this old thing. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't try and stick to certain elements that make it like so obvious. It's like, maybe you guys made some like really weird choices at the beginning there. <laughs> that you shouldn't, you can, it's never too late to unmake those choices. They could just stop airing the show and try again. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, super, super wild. But yeah, Gossip Girl, watch it if you've watched the original. Maybe don't start it. Maybe don't start it if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, do, uh, do you want to plug anything? I know you have like things. Um, yeah, I have a, a TikTok. Um, and if you go, there's a link tree. But there's like a lot of little things I don't do like too frequently. But like at least every two weeks, I do something. But everything's there. In the TikTok. Are you going to put it in the bio? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you click there, there's a link tree. It's all there. Check it out if you want to. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I I don't have things going on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, there's still TikTok. There's, I post videos there. I, I think I'm videos. super entertaining. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find us on TikTok. 
uh, I will put the, sorry, I forgot the words. I'll put the profiles in the, um, yeah, the handles. Yep. The handles. I couldn't even think of the proper word. I, I feel old. I'm gonna, yeah, no, it's happening slowly. I know I said yeah. yesterday, I like read for a long time and then did like puzzles, like wind down to go to bed, like, um, like brain puzzles. I have like, this little puzzle oh. book we got. And I was like, uh, this was my Friday night. Very fun. I gotta lie, I do love puzzles. I love all types of puzzles. But yeah, um, it's like Enigma puzzles. I just like always have uh, love figuring stuff out. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I just love putting the pieces together. It's such a great feeling. It's the best um, feeling ever. I feel like so powerful after I'm like I cracked it. Yes. And I'm unstoppable. Honestly, I feel like that about life too. If I like figure out like secrets, truly. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like putting two and two together. Exactly. That's why I love math so much. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. I'll put links. I'll put something in the notes. Everything will be great. Uh, watch Gossip Girl. Watch other TV that you enjoy. Um, make some choices. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone.